On the line now is Brad Boyd of Payton and Regal joining me from Los Angeles. Payton and Regal were appointed as one of the managers for the multi-asset fund recently. Good afternoon to you, Brad. Good afternoon, Chris. Good to be with you. Now, Brad, the fund selects ideas from across the various fixed income teams at Payton and Regal. Um, from such a broad universe, how do you go about constructing a cohesive portfolio? Sure, Chris. And, and I think a, a question like that can be answered really on two levels. Uh, the, the first is on a cultural level, and, and the second is more process-orientated regarding how you build a cohesive team. From a cultural perspective, we're really guided by our founder, Joan Payton, who began the firm over 30 years ago. And her vision, of course, was for a firm with a very flat structure in terms of organization. Anyone can walk in at anyone's office and, and speak to them. One in which compensation is subjective, meaning we're, we're not trying to base that on, say, assets under management, but rather on one's overall contribution. And of course, something that's centrally located so uh, individuals can inter interact. So those principles are sort of the starting point for us from which we can go into the actual practical side of an investment process. The investment process starts with our investment policy committee, which sets broad guidance for all the strategies in our firm. And then as an investment team in the absolute return strategy, we dial up our asset allocation and we benefit from our teams of strategists and analysts to fill in the individual sleeves of that sector allocation that we determine. And so uh, from both a cultural standpoint and from a process-orientated standpoint, uh, we think we have a significant advantage. If we look at the current environment, for example, how would you take account of the strong performance of government debt in, in 2014 in respect to the way in which you're allocating assets in the portfolio and, and, and the overall credit rating of the, of the portfolio? Sure. It's important to remember in our particular strategy that our goal is to generate absolute returns. And so there's always going to be a, a nice balancing act between what we would consider opportunistic securities and those that we are employing for more of defensive purposes. And so, as you mentioned, developed market governments have done very well in the last year. We're always going to, to add and we're going to own some blend of those two. With government bonds doing well, of course, we've lightened up some in that particular area. And in the last quarter of the year, and this is November and December, with oil prices falling, we saw a lot of the more opportunistic securities. I'm talking about things like sub-investment grade debt, emerging markets, sell off in concert with that. And we were able to step in and take advantage and find some very interesting uh, values in that type of environment. So, so would so, that be an example of how you could use sort of more tactical or shorter term decisions to add incremental value to the portfolio? Absolutely. So so our, our starting point is to create a framework that we think is fairly stable through time. And then from that point, move in a direction where we see tactical opportunities to, to build value around that. So clearly, if, if one sort of steps back from that, the, the debate about when and how far interest rates will increase is a very important one for fixed income investors. I think I've probably got a couple of questions on that, Brad, if I may. Firstly, how is your view shifting about the timing of increases for the US, US markets? And secondly, what do you do in terms of implementing that in, in respect of protection that you might provide in the portfolio on a day-to-day -day basis? Well, yeah, so let's let's start with the U.S. And really, as far as a house view, um, we have been in the camp for a long time that rates generally, uh, that's both the short-term interest rate, the Fed funds rate, as well as the yield curve, would remain lower 
for longer than the market was implying, in other words, which uh, the market was pricing in. And so we've been able to benefit from the fact that those expectations we've had in a number of years where the market was expecting rates to rise. We had an opposing view that rates would stay contained. They have. As we move into 2015, though, we're seeing a lot of signs you know, whereby that pattern could change, meaning that the market may be expecting rates to stay a little bit lower than we might at this point. We see growth that is in the 25 to 3% range. We have inflation now in the U.S. of about 1.5%. And of course, we've seen uh, dramatic gains in, in jobs and jobs growth. And so I think the market right now, if, if you look at expectations, um, you know, most of the practitioners are, are looking at a Fed funds move in about September. We think that perhaps we could even see that in June or July. Of course, uh, Janet Yellett removed some of the wording that referred to uh, perhaps a prolonged period by removing the word patient in, a recent, in their recent statement. And we think that in some respects, you know, that, that gives them now the ability to make that move. And we think it will happen this summer, whether it's in June, July, or September. We think this is just, in, in some respects, quabbling. But we, we certainly think that that is in the cards for 2015. And, and in terms of portfolio protection? The great thing about this particular strategy is that it's prepared for varying interest rate environments a large proportion, about two-thirds of the fund, is in floating rate notes or adjustable rate mortgages, which means that as rates move, uh, an investor is protected against uh, price declines. Brad, I'm afraid that's all we've got time for today. Really appreciate you coming on the line for, from Los Angeles to us. Um, good afternoon to you. Thank you very much, Chris. Any views and opinions expressed are solely those of the individuals and are subject to change. Where individual securities are mentioned, they do not necessarily represent a specific portfolio holding and do not constitute a recommendation to purchase or sell. Please be aware that past performance is not indicative of future performance. The value of an investment may fall as well as rise and you may get back less than you invested. Returns on equities cannot be guaranteed. Equities do not provide the security of capital characteristic of a deposit with a bank or building society.